0: Welcome to Bucks County Conversations, I'm Charlotte Reese. This is a production of the Bucks County Commissioner's Department of Communications and your source for real conversations
1: happening within the Bucks County government. Having a conversation with an attorney and you need to be able to convey the facts in a way that expresses the need to keep kids safe. Today we are talking
0: about Bucks County's Foster Parent and Volunteer Program. Bucks County Children and Youth is the agency that keeps kids safe. Chantel Gammon is the Foster Parent and Volunteer
1: Recruiter for Bucks County Children and Youth. In order for children to be healthy, they have to have access to healthy adults.
0: Chantel is usually always collecting something for the kids in the Bucks County foster system. Because these are our kids. Whether it's coats in the fall. These are Bucks County kids. Toys in the winter. Kids that go to your kids' schools. Or people to
1: volunteer or foster. It is important for kids to realize that they're not alone. This is
0: Bucks County Conversation. So Chantel, you guys just celebrated Foster Care Month too. Can you kind of tell me how the
1: event went and how that was? So Bucks County Children and Youth acknowledges and recognizes our foster parents at an annual dinner. And we just had that event on May 5th, 2022. And it was... An amazing event to see foster families come out, meet with each other, hear about the community-based resources and the resource that's available to them from our agency, so that they can continue to help us keep kids safe.
0: That's great. And the event, the month of May, is all about recognizing foster parents and families, as well as the caseworkers in children and youth. Can you kind of just explain the Children and Youth Department a little bit and its role and function in the county and with residents?
1: Bucks County Children and Youth is the agency that keeps kids safe. We receive referrals from people in the community. We receive referrals from the state-based system called Childline. Our agency is divided into screening, which monitors all calls that comes in and processes them to determine if they need to be evaluated or not. Then if we determine services are needed, it goes to our intake unit most of the time, and they go out and they decide what level of services are needed. If it is determined that they need services past intake, it is generally assigned to either GPS, which is zero to five, which is also called General Protective Services, or it is sent to the school age division, which is ages six to 18. While working with families in either one of these units, it may be determined that additional services are needed and children cannot stay safe in the home. And at that point in time, they may go into the foster care system. And once that happens, the children and the families then become a part of the permanency unit. And the Permanency Unit's goal is to reunify children at home with their parents. And occasionally they get adopted out, but that is not the main purpose of our agency.
0: What kind of brought you to social work or more specifically Bucks
1: County Children and Youth? So I have been with the county for 17 and a half years at this point. And what drew me to the county and to this work was really trying to have a tangible, positive, long lasting effect on the community that I lived in. It was really important for me to create a space and to contribute toward kids and our future in a way that they can look back and say, you know what, this person helped me. And child welfare has a special place in my heart because I've always been raised where children are our most precious commodity. And in order for children to be healthy, they have to have access to healthy adults. And I wanted to be a healthy adult that a child could look back on their life and say, this person helped me and this is how they helped me. And Even though I'm not glad why they came in my life, I'm glad that this person came into my life and left such a positive, lasting change. Mm.
0: I really like that answer. Because I think when people talk about social work, they always say it's something that, you know, it chose you, you kind of didn't choose it. And there are so many cons, but you really answered that with more of the
1: pros. The cons to me are not as significant as the pros, which is probably why I have been in this field as long as I have. Child welfare workers are an amazing dynamic set of people. We have to be prepared at any moment in time to speak to an attorney, to speak to a judge. We also have to be able to speak to a child on their level to make sure that we understand what they are trying to convey. We have to know how to read body language, learn to read signs that are not always visible to other people who are not trained to do our work. We also have to know how to speak to adults families and professionals on many different educational levels so on any given day you can be interacting with a parent who does not have a lot of education but you need to convey the information to them on a level that they can understand because one of the main goals of child welfare is to make sure that everyone understands what's going on so that we can meet the needs of the children and at the end of the day, you can be having a conversation with an attorney and you need to be able to convey the facts in a way that expresses the need to keep kids safe. So it's a very unusual, demanding profession, but it definitely allows one to tap into many different aspects of their professional skills.
0: hmm
1: can you talk
0: about the recruiting process and kind of, you know, if someone's listening and they think, you know, maybe I do want to do this, what's kind of like, you know, your advice for
1: people who are thinking about it? If you are thinking about becoming a foster parent, reach out to me. It is a very painless process in the beginning. I come to you at your convenience, at a set time. I sit down with you and whomever you are choosing to foster with or if you're choosing to foster by yourself. I present you with information and I give you time to ask questions that are important to you. It is not a rushed session. My intention is that when I leave, you feel like you have enough information to make a decision either way. Because the goal of us recruiting foster parents, especially foster parents for older children, is that you understand kids need a safe spot to land while they're going through the transition. And we want to make that as informative for you to make the best decision for you.
0: Mm -hmm. Kind of just give some examples or some frequently asked questions.
1: I would say the top four frequently asked questions are, can I travel with a child in foster care? Absolutely, you can. We will ask that you communicate with us so that you have everything that you need to travel with the child safely and that the family also is aware of all what's going on when their child is traveling. A second question that we often get is, can I be a foster parent in an apartment? You absolutely can be a foster parent if you live in an apartment. We just ask that you have enough space for a child to be able to reside comfortably in your home. The third question that we get is, what is our relationship status? Can two friends be foster parents if we live under the same roof? We do not have any guidelines about what your relationship status has to be to be a foster parent. We just will tell you that anyone in the home over the age of 14, has to be able to pass a background check. And the final question is, what supports are available to foster parents? And Bucks County Children and Youth has a monthly support group. We have Fostering Hope for Bucks. We have the FIARA Project. We have our most important resource, which is our workers, that will do our best to help you in every which way and form to keep a child safe in your home and to help you navigate the process.
0: And you mentioned, too, just how much, you know, these foster parents do have to kind of take on but there's also training that comes along with that can you just talk about how important that training is and kind of what families or individuals would have to go through if they did want to get involved
1: so you definitely have to be prepared to go through a background check you have to get your fingerprints done you will have to get a state and local police check done. You also have to have a child line clearance done. Those are mandatory for anyone who wants to be a foster parent or a volunteer that works with our agency. In addition to those, we provide 12 hours of training to you that covers topics such as prudent parenting, developmental discipline, what visitation looks like, the roles and rights of parents while children are in foster care and the training is designed to help you be prepared for what may come your way right we also talk about a lot about trauma because a lot of the kids that we're working with have had have been through some things that may be difficult or unusual for you to have experienced However, it does not mean that you're incapable of handling them. So that's the goal of our trainings to really just help prepare you what to expect.
0: Mm -hmm. And what are some ways that Bucks County children and youth are ahead of the curve too
1: with the visit house and some other ways? So we have a visit house that's located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. And that visit house is a steady location that families and kids can come to, to have visits with their parents. We also have visit rooms that are located in our main administration building that are dedicated only to children visiting with their parents. We're flexible with the ways that children can interact with their parents because we really want them to keep that connection. So we also make sure that visits are scheduled and that everybody knows what's going on with their visits. And we do try our very best to incorporate siblings in as many of the visits that we can. And sometimes the logistics, if one child, for whatever reason, may be a little bit further out, that does not mean that they do not have a visit with their siblings and or their parents. And that is a very big piece for us here at Bucks County Children and Youth. Also, we are very big on making sure family of origin is still connected to the child. So we do encourage other family members to participate in visitation and also participate in any meetings that we can have them participate in, primarily our family group decision-making meetings, because that allows the family of origin to really connect with what's going on with the child to see how they can be a resource for the child and their family. Can you
0: talk about, too, how just how important it is to get Bucks County involved in this and keeping people close, that child just close to what they know
1: already? Bucks County Children Youth places our children, right? So we're only engaged with children in Bucks County. So it's important for our community to support the kids, because these are our kids. These are Bucks County kids. These are kids that go to your kids' schools. They play on teams with your kids. They go to your kids' doctors. And it is important for kids to realize that they're not alone and that they have an extended support system. Right. And this was really something that came out in the pandemic where You realize when kids were not able to interact with their peers and their coaches, how much of an actual independent life a lot of kids had. And the beautiful thing about that is that it has brought some awareness to foster care, where some people are saying, you know what, I do have a connection to this child. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to to stay involved with this child. And yes, I can pick this child up to go to their regular soccer practice. So it doesn't have to be a stranger bringing them to soccer practice. Because what you don't want to have happen is that children are disconnected from their community because they're in foster care. That's not a good place to be for them. Mm -hmm. You know, what you said is also
0: kind of like the perception of foster care. What do you think, if you can, something that maybe needs to change and not specific to Bucks County, but just when it comes to foster care in general, what do you think is something that just needs to be different?
1: I think people need to be more open to older kids. I think that there's this misconception that all of the older kids who are in the foster care system are extremely difficult, and that is not always the case. There's a lot of really good kids that are in the foster care system that would love to be in a home. However, people are often reluctant to take older kids. But if some people could really take the time to open their hearts to older kids and open their homes to older kids and just give these kids a soft landing and a place to really get grounded in those developmental years, they can really make a big difference on what their life looks like after the foster care system, right? We all know that when you're in foster care, you have a higher chance of not completing school, of unfortunately having police contact and even incarceration. However, it is really critical that community members step up for kids who are older to help break that cycle. And by breaking that cycle, It will be beneficial to all of us not just the kids in foster care it'll be beneficial to our workforce it'll be beneficial to the kids that they raise and how they're viewed in the community that's great
0: yeah thank you um is there anything else just that you want people to know about what you guys do and even just you know like how easy if somebody has a question that they can kind of reach out.
1: Absolutely. So if you have any questions or concerns, you are more than welcome to pre-register for my first and third Thursday Zooms that'll happen at lunchtime. You can email me directly at sjgammon at buckscounty.org. You can call me directly at 215-348-6922. I am always at community events, so if you see me, please feel free to reach out and ask me any questions. We are here to give you the knowledge so you can make the decision to become a foster parent. And finally, what I would like to say about reaching out to us is that just because you reach out to us, does not mean that we're going to try to coerce you into making this decision. We really want to provide you with the knowledge so that you can make the best decision for you and your family. So if you've ever thought about it, you've ever said, hmm, maybe it might be interesting, please feel free to reach out to me. And we are working on our volunteer program to become reality once again so if maybe you're not a foster parent you might do well as a volunteer and that is something we definitely need in our community to help our foster parents and to help our foster families great
0: thank you Chantel you are a very positive person I, don't, I hope that I mean it comes through just so much with everything oh um, thank you <laughs>
1: So what is this volunteer program? Just It's really a program where we use to help either adults or help children connect with somebody in the community who would like to be a help but cannot be a foster parent and don't don't think that is a good role for them. That's what we're working on, getting our volunteer program back up and running so that we can also provide that service for families. Mm -hmm. I mean, you listed a lot of support groups
0: and, you know, people, you know, that are interested, I feel like could just reach out to them too and just find out information.
1: Absolutely. I mean, Fostering Hope for Bucks is our newest collaboration. And the best thing about Fostering Hope for Bucks, in addition to them really providing a closet for kids to shop at once they're in the foster care system and providing an immediate needs type bag is that they are foster parents. They have people on their team that are current foster parents. And it really is a nice way to see all of the different moving pieces from someone who does not work for our agency but works with our agency to help kids in foster care.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Have a good day, Charlotte. <laughs> Thanks again to Chantel for coming on the podcast. There will be plenty of links in the show notes, first and foremost, to the foster parent page on our website. And of course, our social media pages. You can find us at BucksCountyGov. That's Bucks County, G-O-V-T. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok other stuff happening in the county right now our bucks county register of will's office is hosting its third free wedding and vow renewal ceremony for veterans and first responders it's june 14th at the waterfront in bristol borough a photographer videographer music and food are provided any questions reach out to the register of will's office also if you or someone you know owns an early stage startup company Bucks Built Startup Fund is looking for a new round of startups to invest in. Check out BucksBuilt.com for more info. Deadline is June 13th. Until next time, I'm Charlotte Reese. This is Bucks County Conversations.